0: not only welcome to 2022, but welcome to another edition of Y'all This Book. I'm Lisa. Hi, I'm Dory. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I hope everybody had a nice and safe holiday season, you know, for those who celebrate Christmas or um, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. All the things. All the things. And then New Year's Year yeah yeah I hope everybody had a safe and nice holiday season I hope you all um well you know I don't know how it is I I didn't get to go see family because they're 1800 miles away and that's just not happening Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: but um it was still nice we we still facetimed we still texted and chatted and whatnot so we still had a nice Christmas yeah how about you how was your Christmas your home is good.
1: My mom was here and I had not seen her in two years. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she was here for a little over two weeks and it was amazing. Um, I had a really hard end of 2021 um, that I wrote about on the blog. So if you're interested in hearing about me spiraling for the month of December, (laughs) go check out my uh, December monthly reading recap, which (laughs) was nothing. I didn't read any books and but I did spiral. Um, So to kind of go through that and then have her come to visit was much needed. And when she left, she left on Monday. And Lisa, I sobbed. At the airport saying goodbye to her like you I bet. was boohoo crying, which yeah. freaked her out a little bit because I'm usually like the strong one. And she was like, she was like, it's going to be OK. She just kept saying it's going to be OK because I couldn't stop hugging her and crying. And it's just I don't, it's so hard. Cause a lot of, when you say goodbye to someone, you're like, when will I see them again? Will I see them again? And it is so stressful and yeah. man, it just really got me. And just to have, to have had her for two straight weeks and then to like, l- let her go was really, really tough. And wow. I told her later, she said, She said she was shocked at my my reaction. And I said, I know I was trying to be strong, but then I thought, you know what? She's my mother and she's just going to have to deal with me having a breakdown at the airport. And she did a good job. She handled it really well. So one of us had to keep it together and it was her. Yeah, but I think a lot of people can relate. You know, You, you haven't seen someone in years and you finally get them and then you have to leave them again. It's just too damn much. We are all going through and experiencing, and feeling too damn much, and it can be really overwhelming. Yes. So
0: yes, and yeah, I get because so I went to see my family, my parents uh, was July, August, something like mm-hmm. that, and my grandma the was summer. there. Yeah, and my grandma was there, and you know she's from Mississippi, so I don't get to see her at all, and so to get to see her was amazing but she's also, you know, like 93, 94. And so when I left, mm. she started crying. Cause she was like, I probably will never see you again. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, Like put a knife through my heart. That is so sad. I know. And it was, so. I totally get you. Cause I was like overwhelmed. So like I hadn't mm. thought about it like that. Cause I'm like, Oh, we had this great visit and stuff like that. And then I hadn't thought about it like that and she was right. And I was like, Oh my God. So I, I'm sorry. Oh, the buys are I hard know. enough anyways. And then in a pandemic, it's just. I know
1: it hard. was, it was pretty intense. I definitely cried for the rest of the day. I sobbed on the way home. I pulled over. I had to pull over and I was texting Erica, my co-host on all the fields. I'm like furiously texting Erica. Cause we're both from Ohio and she gets it, you know? And so I'm texting her like, I just had to say goodbye to my mom and I can't stop crying. She's Erica's oh. trying to like talk me down. It was a lot. It was, a, ooh, it was bad. But, you know, I think we're all feeling it in different ways. Like we di- we all have, we're all experiencing this horrible pandemic differently. But I think the one common thread is that it's awful for all yeah. of us in a variety of ways. Right. And, you know.
0: It but I'm just... I'm glad you had that, you know, catharsis of letting it out as painful as yeah. it was instead of bottling it up and just kind of moving on. Cause I think, you know, that's the reality for a lot of people is just to bottle it up and just mm-hmm. keep it compressed. And so, you know, I hate the idea of you pulled over crying. <laughs> so
1: tragic
0: it was such a shame but, but I think I, you're you know, right yeah, and I think just, a lot
1: of people like I had been holding that in for two years and I think a lot of us have been holding that in for two years and enough is enough yeah you know I had just reached my limit completely you know I said I have been because in my head I'm thinking like the tears are coming and I and finally, I was just like, you know what? I have been strong for long enough. This is my mother. She she knows how to deal me deal with me at my worst. So she's going to yeah. get it. And she's just going to have to be okay with it.
0: Yeah. I felt that way when I had to say goodbye to my dad. Aww. Yeah. Because he couldn't go with us. He had to stay like to the airport. Oh, no. So I had to say goodbye to him at the house. And yeah, I felt that way. I just started crying. <laughs> Oh, it's just not fair. Like, that's what
1: I, that's what kept going through my head was just like, it's not fair. This is not fair. This is not fair. Um, Because none of this is fair to any of us. We are all suffering and it's just not fair. And I had had it, you know, I'd had it. So. <laughs> that's how my alley. yeah merry christmas everyone and a happy new year full mental breakdown at the Burbank
0: airport well uh, i will say this on new year's eve at around 11 30 i went to put sheets back on my bed because mm-hmm. the Dog had had an accident earlier that day (gasps) on the bed. So, yes. So, I went to go put sheets back on. And I guess being 43 means now all of a sudden I have to be careful putting sheets on the bed because I leaned over to grab a pillowcase and threw my back out like instantly. And so I rang in 2022, hunched over in pain oh no Some champagne to cheers and then i went straight to bed <laughs> oh no yeah and i'm just now getting all the like christmas stuff down because last weekend i couldn't function like i could not physically do anything and so yeah so far like your end of 2021 and my beginning of 2022 has been stellar <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing worse than throwing your
1: back out on During a regular household task. And I feel you so hard because a couple years ago, I threw my back out washing my hair. Like I reached, I bent down for the shampoo and I couldn't get back up. And I was like,
0: okay, so this is where I die in the shower. they're gonna find me here because the the floor is gonna flood and they're gonna be like what's happening here they're gonna come to my apartment find me deceased i was like this is it this is where i die in the shower
1: trying to wash my hair and The funniest part, though, was that after that happened, you know, obviously, after a few minutes, I was able to very slowly get back up. But then my back was just done. Yeah. Every every step I took hurt all of it. And I at some point went to dinner with a couple of my friends um, a couple of weeks later or something. And I was telling them the story and they were dying they were like bitch you threw your back out washing your hair I will never forget my friend just laughing at me and you know what she was right because it's really hilarious that that's what happened
0: and I couldn't tell anybody at work because how does that sound well New Year's Eve I threw my back out in my bedroom like suspect yeah like well, how much like, did you okay, girl. Yeah, like how much did you, to, you know so it's either like i drank too much or something crazy was going on like and i'm uh, like no i'm just old like i'm just 43 and i just can't bend over i was just putting sheets on my bed and, and i it. and i told my boss because he was like what's wrong with you <laughs> i said listen i promise you i promise you that this is not alcohol related i said but i threw my back out on new year's eve and he was like
1: He's like, yeah, he wanted okay. to be like,
0: don't say anything else. I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whatever it is, fine. I believe you.
1: The struggle is real, <laughs>
0: man. I mean,
1: listen, 2021 was not going to let us go quietly. No. Betty White died. You threw your back out. Like they, 2021 just was really wanting to screw us over just one last time for 30 minutes
0: before midnight. It got you. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I was like, really? Well, and I changed insurance in 30 minutes. So I guess that's all right. Sure. (laughs) I got slightly better insurance for 2022. So I'm like, at least you waited till the new (laughs) insurance kicks in. So it's better now.
1: Good. I'm glad. Yeah we, we, all I'm saying is that I don't know when it's going to happen and I don't know how it's going to happen, but we have to be in store for better things in 2022. Like, I'm sorry, but we all need it because this, I I can't even put into words what we've all been going through for the past two years. And like, you and I have talked about this, even if you're someone who's very lucky and has been employed and healthy and has a home and their family's been okay. It has still been really hard. So all I'm saying is that we all better be in for some good luck of some kind at some point in 2022. I'm not asking for much. I'm not asking for the perfect best year of my life. I just want a few moments of pure joy and good luck and happiness
0: for everyone. That's it. That's all I want. I, I'm with you. And I think we're going to get it in the form of books. Yeah, I think you're right. Because there's so much, there's so much good stuff coming out. I know. One of them's it's, coming out in a couple of weeks. I know. I'm furiously trying. Well, are you talking about Electric Idol or are you talking about uh, Ooh, Monroe? I mean, I was talking about Monroe, but now that you say Electric Idol. <laughs> I'm talking about that one too, baby. Because I'm furious. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, In my in my news segment, we okay. should have some sort of news. Like we should like, little that was very official. What I did, I don't know if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa has exactly. been doing a
1: lot. Like we've been talking <laughs> for a while before we recorded, and she has said some t- <laughs> things <laughs> that really sent me over. The-
0: <laughs> we got a giggle fit about 30 minutes ago and i didn't know if we were gonna recuperate enough to to record but here we are but here we are we're doing it we're doing it so i'm gonna say you that you wanna that... What? go on no, I, was gonna, I was gonna say that i know we have good things in store for us because we've got we've received we've been blessed with two amazing new book covers in the last what like yeah yeah we have so i know i furiously text you on thursday with uh a new book from cynthia williams because i was like and oh the my cover God. was hot and i said to lisa <laughs> i said you want me to read it because i have it right here please read it <laughs> so i sent her the tweet now let me just tell you this is cynthia williams new and it's coming out in april it's called summoning up love and it she says in her tweet, remember me talking about my ghost investigating brothers series? Well, book one has a cover. You can definitely lean upon those shoulders. <laughs> and uh it comes out in April and you can pre-order. And when I say I smash that pre-order button, okay. Oh yeah. So I text, I sent the link to Dory. I texted to her and I wrote in all caps, I want this now. Oh my God. And then Dory's response. <laughs> I don't even think. It was like a full few. I was like minutes later. She's like, good God, I'd climb that man like a tree. <laughs> and I lost it because I was like, yup, y'all. He, you have to see the cover. He is just like this big, beautiful,
1: tall, striking, gorgeous gentleman. And I was overcome. I was overcome. I was like, you know what? I would climb him like a tree and love every second of it.
0: And he's wearing a Henley. I a know. White. So hot. And there are ghosts. Come on. Like, that's it. I'm that's done. It. It's already Sign pre-ordered. I'm ready. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, my God. So we have that to look forward to. So we at least know April's going to be good. Yep. We're like, OK, we'll be blessed in April. And then today. Mm hmm. Today, we got blessed with a new cover from Miss Bev called To Catch a Raven. Ooh, Ooh, y'all pause right now and go look at it. Then come back at it. When I saw that,
1: I thought this is a romance cover. This is why I am in the game. This. This is what I
0: want. This is a damn romance cover. Go off, Miss Bev. Go Ugh. off. I'm staring at it now. And I'm like, she's pulling her skirt up. She's got her back to his front. He's she's like leaning into him. He's got his hand on her arm. like, ah! And it's, you know, an off the shoulder situation
1: with the dress like he's shirtless. He's shirtless. This this is what I want. This is what I want. mm go off. I'm so ready for that. So you're right. You're right. I think our joy will come in the form of books.
0: And I think that comes out August. So we know at least two of the A months are going to bring their A game. <laughs> That's right. How corny is that? <laughs> I'm, leaning into it. I'm leaning into it. I'm like the A months are bringing the A game for us.
1: <laughs> God bless. Oh, yes. So. Well, do you want to share your romance news? Because you won't tell it to me. And I've been sitting here waiting.
0: You already know it because I've been hounding texts since I've started it. But I wanted to. Officially do I know? Let, yes. I wanted to officially let podcast world know I am in the land of the Immortals After Dark series. I'm in it to win it. I'm obsessed. I mean, finally, I only had to talk about it for a year before you were like, yeah, you know what? I'm in. I but, am. Talk I'm about.
1: Hardcore. Talk about what your husband did that was so oh, nice. nice and about how you're building up your collection, because I'm very impressed by this. OK, and very inspired <laughs> by it. So tell the story. Let me dictate to you how to share your news, girl. Start.
0: Yes, I totally forgot this. about that. So this is a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, OK, so, yes, I started the Immortals After Dark series. And you know what? I'm actually experiencing it experiencing it via audiobook first that's Um, how i did it too and it's amazing yeah the narrator robert petkoff
1: is no joke every voice he does is good he changes because you know sometimes the narrator narrators change a little bit for each voice he does a full-blown different Voice for yes. every character, different accent, and he does it seamlessly. And they are from all different countries. There, some of them are from Eastern Europe, some of them are from Scotland, some of them are American, some of them are men, some of them are women. It
0: is out of control. And let me just say, like his, like the the um, the brothers, the vampire brothers, um, the Roths, mm-hmm. even within them, and even within the um, the like even. They all have the same accent, but they're slightly different tones. And so even those you can tell them apart because he gives them such distinct voices. It it's amazing. Like I'm just I'm obsessed. And um, they're so I'm only I'm I'm on, I just finished book four. So I'm I didn't read the prequel yet. I've done one, two, three, four. So I've done werewolf, vampire, werewolf, vampire. And I will say so far. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the werewolf stories. Yeah, me too. I'm, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with
1: that that pack. I roll deep with that pack. Uh,
0: you know, it's we've talked about this before offline that the blooding is awesome. It's the best. It is the best.
1: Chris, we had to invent that. I've never heard of that in any other book
0: and it is the greatest. I've I'm blown away. Well, first of all, it amuses me highly, not because I think it's ridiculous, but because they're so shocked by it happening that it cracks me up each time. I'm like, y'all are hilarious. But, and then I started thinking about it. I'm like, would I rather, if I had to be with an immortal werewolf or vampire, would I rather want to be like bitten and like had my blood drink or Mm -hmm. once a month be like sexed up in under (laughs) the (laughs) moon? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah go run for a little while i'll see you, when you get back
0: <laughs> like <laughs> try and catch me yeah, yeah like or play that game where all of a sudden like i get tackled outdoors and just and it's on have like sex like, 24 hours under a moon mm-hmm. i'm probably i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the werewolf yeah i'm doing that for sure i know for sure yeah. but okay so my story so I know I've talked about this in the podcast before. There is a used bookstore, not far from me. It's about a 45 minute drive towards Rhode Island and it's called the book barn. And they have so much stuff. They have so many books. They get so much material that they've had to open up satellite branches. So there's the main one and then they have satellite branches and all their satellite branches are called chapter you know two chapter three chapter and they all have different genres so chapter Mm -hmm. three has romance and mystery that's it you go in there and that's what you get you don't there's you know it's not like you'll go in there and find anything i mean i think they have little pockets of stuff but for the most part it's romance and mystery so they have an entire room devoted to romance and then they have another side room that's devoted to paranormal romance so you Mm -hmm. can get you can find stuff And it's a fun hunt. So my husband loves to go there. He goes there more than I do. He, not to chapter three, but just in general, like he'll go Mm -hmm. to the entire thing and he has his stops, his little routine or whatever. So he was there um, actually selling uh, a few boxes of books that we had we were trying to uh, recycle, you know, get rid of. And he said, hey, I'm going to chapter three. I'm going to look, uh, there's a couple of mystery books he was going to look for. And plus he likes to look for the murder she wrote books. Oh, this is so cute. They sell really fast. Those are one of the ones that, as soon as they get them, they, they sell pretty fast. So he says, "Is there anything that you want?" And I was like, "Ooh, you're going to be in the mystery section right there." And I'm telling him, I'm like, "Is the paranormal romance? Please look for any Cressley Coles, because even though I'm doing the audiobooks, I still want the paperback so I can reread, like go through them again mm-hmm. in the paperback. and I want the set. So he goes, Oh, I found some. And he was like, There looks like there's probably, like, he sends me a text. He's like, There's probably like a dozen or so, maybe more. Oh, he's like, Oh, and there's another shelf. And I was like, Okay, I'm going to need you to take a picture and send it to me of each shelf. And then I will mark the ones I want. So he did. He stayed there and he sends me a picture. And then I take out the mark. I'm on the phone and I'm on the markup and I'm like circling finds that I need. I've got my collection out. I'm looking, I'm cross referencing. And sure enough, about an hour later, he comes home and he's got a stack of like, I don't know. It was like eight or nine of them that I needed. And they're, um, they're a dollar a piece. And I was insane. Like, this is amazing. And I even had him get some extra ones because I have them, but I have like a newer mm-hmm. cover version and they have the old, like original, the old originals. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I want those. So, yeah. So that's been pretty fun. And he's so funny. He's like, anything else? And I'm like well i'm like could you just take pictures of other shelves just in case i missed any <laughs> so he did he took pictures of all those shelves and then that's love yeah that is love i'm telling you i'm like that's what being married to somebody who works in books will do for you because he gets right. it. he doesn't give me any shit about it buying too many books because I know I love that he knows that you're a book lover
1: and a romance lover and he wants to support that he's not here to like make fun of you be annoying he's like let me support your addiction and let me ask you 10 times if you want anything else because yeah I want to help you
0: well you've seen our movie collection so I'm like what do you have to say (laughs) it is absurd it is like (laughs) <laughs> the damn
1: blockbusters of old in Lisa's basement. She goes, she was, she walks me back there virtually.
0: Yeah. We're on FaceTime.
1: We're on FaceTime. And she's just like, mm-hmm, here's the shelves. Here's the shelves. Here's the shelves.
0: Here's more. Let me step into this separate room. <laughs> it was impressive. I was like, so if you ever need to borrow a movie when you're in town,
1: you got we me covered, girl.
0: I love that he did that. And I
1: love that you're building up your collection. And we're going to circle back to that later. Um, But I love that you I love that you're getting Cressley's books and I'm loving that you're into them. You know, I really those books saved me in 2020. Pure and simple saved me. Being able to read them all, to listen to them all when I was out on my walks with my dog, it just made me feel normal for a couple hours a day where I was out for a walk with the dog listening to an audio book. It just made me feel like life was okay for those brief hours, you know, when I wasn't in my apartment. Full of anxiety about what was happening yeah. in the world. And they so, I, and I also just think they're really special. And Cressley is an amazing writer. The world she builds is insane. These heroes are Bonkers. so out of control. They are so Bonkers. alpha. Like, it is insane. Lisa, what book were you texting me about? And you were like, is this going to happen? And I was like, no, girl, you ain't. You could you could tell me 25 <laughs> hypotheses you
0: have right now about what's going to happen. And you will never guess what's going to happen. It was Bowen and Marquetta's book. And I was like, oh, is my this, God, is this going to happen? You were like, nope, you will never guess. Then, <laughs> when the moment happened and I sent you an all caps text, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: I was laughing so hard when I got that text I was like no girl you ain't gonna predict this I know you think you can and every other romance author would have done it that way yeah and she didn't do it that way you just can't even first of all so many things happen in that book to even get to that point that you got yes. to so many other things happen and I so when you asked me is this what goes on and I was like no girl you can't there's no way you're predicting this there's just no possible way because so many insane things happen in that book yeah it's bonkers bonkers from start to finish yeah
0: and then by the time you get to that point you're just like what is happening I was so mad because I was like how dare you how dare you at this hour come in oh my god yeah so I'm I just finished it's book insane. four which was the um Conrad and uh oh Naomi Conrad the ghost
1: <laughs> my oh, dad. oh he now Conrad was in a bad way like he he Ooh, the struggle was real for Conrad.
0: Yeah. And the fact that he fell in love with the damn phantom, it's a lie. And nobody believed him. And she thought it was funny later when she found out he was yelling at the sheets to like, <laughs> wake up. <laughs> <laughs> so his brothers thought he was just yelling at sheets. <laughs> this bitch is like traveling through the walls. It's too much. <laughs> no one could see her. So no one could see him, but like see her, but him. It was... Wild, his brother's all concerned. They're like, "What is happening to him? They're like, "Just wait till you find your bride," and then he does, and they're like, "Okay, sure." <laughs> <laughs> Can you see her? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. So I just finished that one. So what? What I liked about this last one ending, though, is that it ends talking about Kadian, uh, the mm-hmm. demon. And mm-hmm. book five is his story. So immediately, like, you get pulled into, like, a little bit of him towards Who the Who is head. his person? Cade? It's, is it and, Holly? Yes. Oh, I love Holly. <laughs> I love okay. Holly. So I'm going to start that yes. one probably tomorrow. I just da- I downlo- downloaded it earlier. um. Oh so gosh, I'm probably going to start that one tomorrow. Yeah. So here's I've been the just thing. scooching through those.
1: In the... Spectrum. Okay, so we talked about werewolves are number one for us. Yeah. Number two for me are those demons of all kinds. I love the I love me a demon. And Kate's a demon, right?
0: He's a demon. Was Ridestrom his brother? Is he a rage demon? A smoke demon? Yeah. I think rage he yeah because they get really them. really red when they get mad and uh-huh. the horns yeah. like straighten which cracks me up because so horns. far nix is like let me lick your horns and they're like no she's like yes. <laughs> <laughs> nix is bananas i know oh. I love her okay so sorry i could go on and on about you more so good. Series, but i just want people to know I want to just declare it here that yes, I have started that series. I'm fully, fully ensconced, and it's bonkers, and I love every second of it. Like,
1: oh seriously. my god! So I'm so glad. There fully, is. fully on board. And I mean, you're you're getting through them pretty quick too. You're going to be caught up with Monroe's book pretty quick. I mean. Ooh, girl you are in for such a treat these books coming up are she just gets better and better and better um with every book
0: well it in the like it cracks me up because i'm like okay four books so far and basically look i know that there are other things themes happening there you know ways to interpret various parts of each of these books but in the end, I'm like, man, all these people are just finding out who they can fuck for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Cause that's they're right. just like, now we get to have sex forever. And they do, they do. Yeah. And that's just each of their stories is about like finding their forever mate so they can literally just have sex forever. I'm like, good for you. They're all you like super so- rich. They're all like super rich, super hot and just immortal. And they all have like amazing immortal sex. And I'm like, what's not to love?
1: What's not to love? And I'm excited for you to get to Lothair's book because he is wild (laughs) and (laughs) rune and sweet ruin. And also, so my favorite book as a whole of the series is the one right before Monroe. It's the, um, what's it called? Let me look it up. All these titles run together. So, you know, I got to look it up. Yeah. Um, But it's. The, the hero is the king of all hells. <laughs> and I love, <laughs> like love a devil story. <laughs> I love a hell story. I love a devil story and he that book like I think I have different I'd have to really think about who's my favorite hero who's my favorite heroine but kind of as a story that's my favorite okay I'm excited wicked abyss oh okay Um, I'm
0: excited
1: oh my gosh you are in for such a good run of books oh yeah
0: I'm looking at all these ones that you have coming up you're just in for a treat. So But that's why I'm doing them audio because when I on the way home from work, I can't listen to him in the morning because I'll get caught up. So mm-hmm. I can't listen to him when I'm getting ready or at work because yeah, I'm not listening to, especially with Robert Petkoff's, like mm-hmm. like he will do like the quivers and everything in their voice. I'm like, I can't listen to this at work. So I listen as soon as I get in the car on the way home, I turn it on. And then when I'm like cooking dinner and then like wrapping it up, I'll turn it on, you know, and then at night when I'm getting ready for bed, I'll listen to him. So, but I do that because that way I can also read other things like, you know, either on my Kindle or physically. So that Mm -hmm. way I can have more than one going at once. And so I've been enjoying the whole audiobook series. It's been nice. And the world is so complex at points that I think it's helpful to listen to it Mm -hmm. as opposed to try and read it and keep it all together because with Mm -hmm. his voice distinctions, I'm like, okay, yes, I know exactly who that is because Mm -hmm. I recognize their voice. So yeah, there you go. So good. Yeah. So I think I'm going to try and do like a recap every like third or fourth book, maybe four books, like every four books and just be like, here's what I, here's where I'm at and here's what Mm -hmm. I think so far. Delightful. Delightful.
1: I love it. Um, Should we do get to know our shelves? Yes. I'm excited. So my, I think it's my turn. Yes. As I texted Lisa this morning and said, is it my turn? (laughs) And she said, yeah, bitch, it's your turn. Um, (laughs) So my question is this. Do you have any New Year's reading resolutions?
0: I do. Actually, please share with the class. I do. Okay. So my big one is my annual read goal, which is the same as last year, which is 52 books. Mm -hmm. So one book a week. Um, Last year I hit 61 and I was going to try and push myself further, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. 52 is fine. So I'm going to do 52 overall. And then I have a list of series that I want to get through this year Mm -hmm. and I have them detailed and I'm going to try it because my, yes, I have them written down in a planner with a whole like check mark thing. Yes. I would expect they're, nothing
1: less. They're my Which always
0: planner booked, are they in? My always fully booked planner for 2022. Okay. It came in. I got all this right. all set up. So obviously the Immortals After Dark series. Of course. And then I want to, um, oh, I'm sorry, one second. Okay. So Lisa's dinner up. has arrived. Okay. So <laughs> uh, yeah, they sent me a text. I'm like, no, I'll come up in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so the Immortals After Dark series. And then I have on my list the, um, I don't know the official name for it, but you talk about it all the time. It's the Julie James <gasps> FBI series. Yes. The U.S. Attorney's
1: FBI yes. series. So
0: I've got Please. that on my list. Oh my
1: God. When you read it, I'll read it with you. Okay. Just tell me and I'll read, I reread all of her books every year. Okay. So when you want, I usually do it in the spring. I, it's usually my like end of the winter, early spring um reread but i will do it whenever you want to my okay. favorite romances of all time
0: so i'm gonna i've got those on the list because you've talked about them enough so i'm like yes i need to be in this world and mm-hmm. then i need to finally read um andy j christopher's trilogy mm-hmm. the you know that one set it's set in chicago right yep okay so i want to have that on my it list ends in the hot priest book right yeah it does yeah so um that and then um Shout out to Radkey Plans, Emily, our girl Emily, that always supports us. We are going to read the submissive series. So I have that listed. We love you,
1: Emily. Thank Thanks you for, for supporting me. us. You're the best. We we um hope to have you on the show this year. Yes. If you if you're into that, if you want to come chat
0: with us, yes, let us come know. on. Well, maybe we can do a segment on the submissive series. And you know I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that Love and those damn books oh my god i'm so excited um and then there's one more that i just added oh the um the alicia ray books the the you know girl on viral and like she has is a that is up. the right swipe in that yes yeah so i picked up book three early way early in 2021 and mm-hmm. i started reading it and I know technically you can read it a standalone, but I actually stopped reading it because about three chapters in, I was like, you know what? This would probably be way more fun if I started at the beginning and knew all these characters leading into book three. Mm-hmm. So I stopped and then I was like, and then, you know, just got away from me. So that is on my list as well. So I think I've read the first one,
1: The Right Swipe. I've read the first one and I liked it. So yeah. I think
0: I do need to go... Yeah, that has inspired me to um, finish the series. So those are so I want to do 52 books and I want to finish those. I want to get through those series this year. And that's pretty much it. Everything else I'm trying to keep pretty loose. So Mm -hmm. what about you? Do you have bookish goals? I love that. Um, I do have some goals.
1: I don't have a specific number of books I want to read, but I do want this year to invest more in the authors that I love. I've talked about on the podcast before that I'm a very big library reader. That's where I do most of my reading. And I don't necessarily see that changing but I do want to devote more money towards books and not only books, but supporting the authors I love if they have a Patreon, if they, you know, just if some authors, a lot of indie authors, like you can send them a tip on Twitter, things like that. I just want to be more supportive of the romance authors I love mm-hmm. financially because I think that this is all dependent on me, hopefully, uh, making some more money in 2022, but I really want to kind of build that up and just have a bunch of authors that I follow on Patreon and spend money, like buy books immediately. When I see that they have a new story coming out, just pre-order everything and just do it because I mean, they're out here trying to make a living too. And I want to honor that. And I want to support that. And I know that We talk about books, we tweet about books, but I want to buy more books and buy, you know, just invest in these people who give us so much. Right. You know? So that's my main goal. Um, my main reading goal for 2022 to just throw my financial support behind the authors that I I love love that. That's awesome. You know, because I just am always. Um, I'm a library reader at heart and a library reader first, but I think it's time. Like I've just been doing a lot of thinking about money and what I spend my money on and what I invest in. Mm -hmm. And I want to throw more financial support behind these authors. Cause you know what? Like they we're, this is their livelihood a lot of them and I want to support them and do what I can
0: to you know help yeah and I I'm like you like I get a lot from these authors because I don't I don't really watch a lot of tv mm-hmm. like other than now the only thing I really watch now is real housewives
1: <laughs> hell yeah baby I mean created another monster yeah <laughs>
0: That's really the only show right now that I'm keeping up with. Um yeah. like we'll have like generic shows that my husband and I will throw on like for background noise, you know, like when you know, when we're re- getting ready for bed, you know, staples, I mean, murder she wrote, right, West Wing, you know, that kind of thing, just right back, stuff that we've already seen that we just but as far as like new TV, I'm not really doing that, and I'm not going to the movies and I'm not so it's like my entertainment right now you know, is books. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, well, I think that's a great idea. Start investing more in, because it's one thing to buy a book, but, you know, you know, an author puts out a book that you want and you buy a book, but then the rest of the year, yeah, a Patreon or a tip or something. Yeah. Or like
1: just, buying up their backlist if I really love them and getting the book in different versions. If I know like Julie James, I have all her books in audio. Why don't I have them all in paperback? They're, they're the, they're the books that made me a romance reader. And I want to honor that. And I want to have that. And I'm kind of limited space wise. I don't have a ton of space, but for these authors that I really love and I read the books every year over and over again, I want to like honor that and give Julie James, take all my money. (laughs) Take my money, girl. I love it. It's all for you. I'm here because of you. I love it. Um, That's a great one. Yeah. So that's my, that's my goal. So if any of you have any authors that you love, if they're just killing it on Patreon and you suggest them. Let me know if they have a podcast you love and I can listen and support that way too. I'm into it. Um, I will click on their affiliate links. I will do all the things. So yeah. if you guys have any recommendations for authors that you follow and love and support, let us know.
0: Good call. Yeah. yeah. Send us an email at yallthisbookblog@gmail.com at gmail.com. Oh, and I have one more goal. I want
1: to read more indie romance this year. I'm hoping to get a new Kindle and with it do the free. um, Oh, the Kindle Unlimited? Kindle Unlimited for whatever amount of months. And so I'm hoping to be introduced to some new authors and some new stories. The last time I had Kindle Unlimited for free, it was an honest embarrassment how much i read i read so many crazy books like i just all i did was read i was reading i would take my kindle to the bathroom at work so that i could read like i couldn't put it down so i am worried about my addictive personality but at the same time i can't help myself and i need to get back into kindle unlimited
0: yeah i mean it. it it can be
1: bad like you I mean, I just can be a full-blown addict on there. And the way they serve you up
0: recommendations, like it's yeah. just, it's, it's a, a problem. problem. Yeah, and they've increased the in number that you can have out. Lisa, have like, no! Because oh, now you can have no. out like 20. And Katie Robert announced that she put out her um, Reverse Harem series on Kindle Unlimited, like her trilogy. And oh, I'm like- Oh, Lord save me. That's happening. <laughs> At some point. But that's
1: another way I want to support authors by, you know, keeping up with Kindle Unlimited and, you know, just in, in any way that I can. That's not, you know, I can't do anything too crazy. You know, we are working within a budget, but I am trying to be there for all the authors I love who have been there for me, especially during this freaking pandemic.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great goal. I love it.
1: Mm hmm. And I authors always say that pre-orders are really important, so I'm trying to pre-order more. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, these authors a lot of times they tell you how you can best support them. Yeah. So, I want to listen and do it. Right. So there you. we go. That's good. Should we talk about some books finally? Like specific books? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what have you was- been reading? I have not been reading. So, what have you been
0: reading? Well, I will tell you. I started okay, so obviously the Immortals After Dark series. So I've got that audiobooks. And then I've got um two advanced reader copies of books. One um I recently finished and I have a review for that coming out at the end of the month. It's called the Department of Rare Books and Special Collections. And it's a I wouldn't call well, I guess you'd call it a cozy mystery. I mean, there's not like blood on the page, like Mm -hmm. a regular mystery or thriller, but it's not like a small town charming type thing. It's, you know, it's a mystery thriller, um, situation. And I was drawn to it because of course my husband's a rare book dealer. And so I thought it was interesting. I'm like, Oh, this is a mystery about rare books and I'm going to read it and then quiz my husband about what all this terminology is <laughs> so did he help you out he did and I will and it's it's you know it's, I'm gonna I mentioned it in the review like you know if you're not a part of this world some of the words like some of the lingo can be like a slog but because I didn't know what something was about hey what is this and he's like why <laughs> what are you reading? I told him he's like, Oh, and then he got into it and he's like, what is it about? (laughs) That's so cute. So I'm very
1: intrigued by his world. I'd love to interview him and I mean, not even on this podcast, just have you put him on the phone and I'll ask him my
0: questions. It's a very, very small world. Now, he does not deal in fiction and literature. He deals in like Americana and like ephemera. So that's there are times, so cool. It's very cool, but it's very sobering. Mm-hmm. Is he will bring in, um, Like stuff about the Japanese internment camps, like letters from people from within the camp to like families, like yearbooks, because they had full on schools in there and they made yearbooks, like photo Mm. albums, like just documents like people renouncing their citizenship because of the way they were treated like all this stuff and it's you know these original things that you know flyers for like martin luther king stuff you know like Mm -hmm. um events and like playbills and and letters from like civil war people in the civil war like writing home like all this stuff and it's really really sobering to see Mm -hmm. it and to hold it so he does not deal too much in the fiction side of things. It's more of um, like I said, Americana, like history, the history of this country. And it's, it's, it can be very intense, but yes, it's very um, it's, it's a really cool job. Like I always, I think his job is very cool. So like, it is very cool. Yeah. So, um, so he helped me a lot, a lot though, but the, a lot of what was detailed in this book was on the fiction side of things. So some of the stuff he was like, well, I know, but, I don't deal in that. I'm like, okay, sorry. (laughs) So, um, so I read that. And then I have another, um, I have two other advanced reader copies. One, I was told not to talk about it until it gets announced on Monday. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not gonna talk about that. Okay. The other one is, was billed as a romance. And I don't think it is. We're moving towards a women's fiction type story. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm struggling because I don't think it's going to end well. And I'm mad and I can't bring myself to finish it.
1: I know.
0: Don't tell me your romance if you're not going to end well.
1: I know. And there's been a lot of conversation online um, that I've seen the past month or two about people kind of fighting with outsiders, kind of fighting with the romance community about what makes a romance And it's frustrating because give us this, give us this one thing, which is that you need to have a happy ending. Give us this one thing, please. Life is hard and things are crazy. And can we just have this little genre that we love? Can we just be guaranteed a happy ending in those books? Like
0: That's it. That's all we ask. Or happy for now. Yeah, because you're going to make me go on this very, very emotional journey, like where I'm being torn apart Mm -hmm. and I'm trusting that this journey is going to bring me out on the other side. And it's not I can already tell it's not. And a friend Mm -hmm. of mine actually is also reading this and she messaged me on on Instagram. She was like, I'm done. I yeah. said, look, I was like, can you just tell me if this ends in a happy or a happy life after or a happy for now? I just got to know you don't have to, you know, and she took a while to answer. And I'm like, this isn't a good sign. Finally, she comes back and she says, I'm going to say happy for now. And let me just say, I think it ends the way it's supposed to end. And I'm like, damn it. That's not what I want to hear. And I'm, no. I'm, I'm already upset. Like I'm upset. So you want the emphatic. It's okay. Just it trust ends the journey. well. Yes. 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 Just you trust the, the process. Emphatic. Yes. And yeah. I'm not getting it. And I'm upset. I'm yeah. like, don't tell me this is a romance then. So I'm I've got that. And then the last one is
1: <laughs> as she giggles.
0: I checked it out in the library.
1: OK, because
0: I, I I've heard about this many times and I just finally was like, you know what, let me see if it's on Hoopla. And it was. And then I don't know what happened, but I checked it out and I'm already on like chapter six. So I went ahead and checked out Priest from Sierra Simone. Oh. Should I indulge? You. Yeah.
1: I've put it off. I mean, you know, like, listen, I grew up Catholic. So a lot of this is tough.
0: (laughs) It is me too. Tough for me. I'm like, wait, what did you just do in the rectory? The rectory. (laughs) rectory. (laughs) On the altar. Damn. What? What? Because, well, here's the thing. Yes, I grew up Catholic. And the last time I really was a Catholic, was I was probably 17 years old. I'm really... I left the church, not officially, but I just I don't practice anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but when, but even then, my priest I'm not ageist, okay? Because my mm-hmm. priest was like at that time I think he was like is in mid seventies, but I was seventeen. Like this ain't immortals after dark. This is not like some like millennial right. vampire. Like you know, this is my priest from when I was a kid. There's no part of me that was like, oh, this is attractive. I was seventeen and my priest was seventy something. So, this guy is like a 28 year old, like hot dude. I mean, and they're giving me hints that his previous life had, you know, accessories. (laughs) Like in his previous bedroom life, he used a lot of accessories. Oh boy. All right. Well say no more. I'll, I'm just saying it's let me. Check blood. it out. Let me check it out. <laughs> so that's what I've been reading. I've been juggling all of those. I've been going from this very, very sweet, sweet romance mm-hmm. to like priest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: that's the joy of being a romance reader, you know, is having all of those, enjoying all of those different types of books, you know, it's variety. It's the spice of life. I love it. So, what are, you haven't been reading anything, which no, I've not been reading a damn thing. Nothing, um, yeah. that's a lie. I started, everyone is talking about Saint Vincent, everyone is always talking about Saint Vincent, the one of the Lisa Klapas, um, heroes. You hear about it all the time. So, I was finally like, I'm reading this damn book. So, I started
0: Devil in Winter. Hmm. I and haven't I mean, read him, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. They're they're everywhere. You can't get away from him. I mean, he
1: he is kind of the best. Like, there's no doubt about it. He is such a cad and just needs to marry a rich woman. <laughs> he's titled, but needs to marry a rich woman. He's just Aren't they all? He's everything you want in that kind of romance hero. So I'm reading that and I'm also reading Olivia Dade's 40 Love, which I've been wanting to read for a really long time. I have that. I've never read it, but I have it in my Kindle. I'm really loving it. And I am here for older heroines. I want more older heroines. And it's really tough for me, unless I'm specifically reading YA, it's it's tough for me with the younger heroines it's different for like immortals after dark because does age really matter because they're all gonna live forever so it's less
0: yeah like they're all get 1200 years old exactly
1: right (laughs) they're like they look like 27 year olds but they've been around for eternity so it's easy for me to kind of get behind those but a lot of times I will stop reading a book if a heroine is like 22 23 24 because I just have trouble with it I want older heroines I can't help it well, so yeah,
0: in this book. I've reached an age and I'm sure you can, you know, identify, but I've reached an age where if I don't like it, I'm I'm done. Like yeah. And I mean that in a in a sense of I don't identify anymore with the I don't know how to say this that coming off sounding rude, but I don't identify anymore with the wishy-washy should I or shouldn't I? I'm at an age now where if I, for something, if something were to happen and I found myself single again, out in the dating world, I'd be like, wait, what you what? Mm -hmm. No, I'm out. (laughs) Right. I don't want to mess with this. (laughs) Right. I don't want to mess with the, you know, the food you choose. If I don't like, uh, you know what? I don't have patience for it anymore. And so I'm like you, I do struggle sometimes Mm because I don't identify with anymore. I was, I did when I was that age. I was like, yes, I get it. And it felt like solidarity. It felt like somebody else was reaching into my brain and being like, yes, you get it too. But now I'm like, I could be your mom and I'm telling you, please don't do this. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel the exact same way. And it's the struggles that you have in your early and mid twenties just aren't the struggles you have in your late thirties and forties. And I, I kind of want, for me, a part of romance that I really love and really need, I think is to really connect with the heroine in some way. Um, And reading a younger heroine often prevents me from being able to connect with her. And there are always exceptions, especially if you're reading a historical, all them girls were, you know, 19 years old, you know, So that's different, but I I mean, more in contemporaries, it can be tough for me to read a story about a 23 year old meeting the love of her life. I don't know. It just, it's not my jam. So, 40 Love is kind of
0: hitting the right spots for me.
1: I love it, so to speak,
0: as is the hero in the book. I've got it in my Kindle. And I just, it's funny you say that because I just ordered, um, someone was having to buy one, get 150 off sale maybe it was barnes and noble um i got i got all the feels olivia all the feels i got that too i'm yeah. gonna read it too yeah so that finally came in the mail um yeah and i think that was it i had a bunch of book mail come in but it most of it was the submissive series just because i needed i wanted to get it and then um not that i still don't have i almost want to be like can i just read the twilight version because I, I have those <laughs> well we're we'll i'll just keep remember to change the name from bella to abby abigail whatever it is in the published version but then i thought you know what no i need to read the published version i need to see it i need to read it so it's um good i am excited because it i was flipping through it when i when it came in um and i was flipping through it and i recognized passages and it brought back so many memories of oh, the, I love the time that. when I was reading it as a fic and I'm just like <gasps> I'm so excited to get back into this world again it was oh, it's one of my favorites so yes um get on the train with priest with me I know I, I
1: oh I know I should <laughs> I should <laughs> it's the library part of I think part of it too is like I know I like it and I wonder how that is going to make me feel. Because listen, I might not be, you know, a practicing Catholic anymore, but the Catholic guilt has never left me. Oh, just put it, that won't. Out there. it won't.
0: It won't. Because I still got I it. Never. Still got it. Still a, got it. There's a moment when something, I mean, <laughs> I'm still early on in the book and something <laughs> happened. I'm like, oh, not on the liturgical calendar. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you're in the rectory sir
1: man all right I'll, Augustine I'll is watching it. you <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing at the stations of the cross i'm like i am
0: scandalized sir well okay, okay. well so um i guess at this point i was gonna see now that we're starting a new year, what has been making you happy for now?
1: That's a great question. Um, I so while my mom was here, we watched some fantasy television series Ooh. that I had been kind of wanting to watch, but also putting off, and it was the perfect escape from reality that I needed. So when, when my mom was here, we watched the wheel of time on Amazon crime. Good things. It's excellent. And it is also intense. There's, we could only watch two episodes a day because so it was so stressful and so much, so much happens and Uh-oh. the stakes are so high, but it's really good. And I also finally watched the Witcher seasons one and two. So here's the thing about the Witcher. I have tried to watch that first episode of the first season four or five times, and I just could never get into it. I don't know. There was something about it. I just couldn't get into it. But when my mom was here, I said, okay, I'm gonna give it one last try. And boy, oh boy, am I glad I did because I am obsessed. Really?
0: I haven't watched either of them.
1: I love the Witcher. Yes. Henry Cavill is hot. But it He's is where he so has blonde hair, that. right? Yes, girl. Oh my God. So into it. He takes a few baths in the first season that are um a sight to behold.
0: Well, no baths in the second
1: season. Oh. And that bums me out. Does
0: he wash his hands? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's got a hand sanitizer in his, his, uh, <laughs> leather pants at all times. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Sorry. So many things to be said. Um, but yeah, I love both of those. I always forget how fantasy can really take you just, I mean, the whole point, you know, is to create this whole new world for you to dive into and forget about (laughs) the shit storm that you're living in. Yeah. And so that has really been making me happy. I, oh my gosh, it's just so good. And there, I, I literally can't say anything because you know how fantasy is. Everything could be a spoiler. So I won't say anything just that everyone should watch. If you're into fantasy, Wheel of okay. Time and The Witcher seasons one and two, you should watch. They're excellent. So good. So well done.
0: You haven't let me down yet. You have not recommended anything that I haven't loved yet. So I trust you. So I'll cue up oh, the man. old Witcher. Yeah, it's. And if the
1: first episode, or I should say the first half of the first episode, you're kind of like, oh gosh, just keep going. Okay. It took me a while to get into it. But once I did, I was off to the races. Okay. So good. I'm excited. What about you? What's making you happy for now?
0: <laughs> I have fallen down the rabbit hole of, okay, I love i love youtube videos okay yes i love really quiet like youtube videos that you know there's not a lot of talking there's a lot of like music you know i just mm-hmm. i love just a lot of times because i like to have this background noise mm-hmm. but um there's a couple of like hiking youtube videos where they don't talk no. they just they just you know hike through gorgeous places and it's nice you know they have a lot of drone footage they have a lot of b-roll but it's just a very nice you know experience to and i love to hike so i i do like these but recently i've taken it a step further and i've fallen down the rabbit hole of people that like extreme like camp and like snowstorms Oh. Like with like hot stove tents, like they get these tents set up and like in these like really cold, like snowy areas, but they have like stoves that they put in there and they like go around and like chop wood and like you know cook on the stove and like it's all very like and then there's even one further where they actually build into like the ground using like sticks and leaves and like moss and stuff and they build like shelters and then they stay in them. Like there's a whole nother level to it. And I've become, like, obsessed with watching these people, like, navigate and, like, survive these, like, weekend to week long Mm -hmm. to, like, live in these, like, cold temperatures and, like, cook over these tiny ass stoves with these little logs that they, (laughs) (laughs) and they do all this stuff and they live this, like, really, really stripped down life. I mean, they're filling it all. And um, the ones that are my favorite where they don't talk, you just. You're just Mm -hmm. along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And they edit them. So they're not very long. They're like, you know, between 20, 25 minutes, and you see it. And I'm just like, I'm obsessed. But then I also think, like, these are all like survivalist people. And I'm like, this is great and all. But like, deep down, I'm like, where were you on January 6th? a valid question i'm like because this is all like kind of like you know survival is hot but at the same time i'm like right but if you had the chance to be there (laughs) that's gonna affect my enjoyment of all of this (laughs) i mean it's
1: a real valid concern you know sometimes you see these like Lisa sent me a TikTok video of a very attractive bearded (laughs) woodsman. And we were both like, but where was he on January 6th?
0: You know? Like, this is hot. But at the same time, I got questions. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that's my new like pre like pre scan question. If I'm wondering, should I follow this person or should I? dig deeper into their portfolio, I'm like, Mm -hmm. go ahead and evaluate where I think you probably were January 6th (laughs) or your reaction to it. Right. Were you watching in horror or were you watching and cheering? Or were you watching like, damn, I knew I should have gone when so-and-so said, let's go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm interested in these videos, though. You need to share some of your faves and-
0: Show will Like, there's a couple of women that are like, like really good at it. And so I've kind of dovetailed to like their videos. So that way I'm not worried about mm-hmm. the men, you know, like where they were. Right. Um. Yeah. The like, they'll just like, seriously, they'll go and forage like um, trees and like strip them down and like get them all the like same height and then dig and like build like into like the side of a, I don't know like a little path or whatever and they'll build a whole shelter it won't be like in you know fully actually this one guy made one of those fully enclosed and it had a roof and it had like a window that he could pop open and he would like pop out like, and, like look. <laughs> <laughs> and he had like this little fireplace in there and it was all from the woody scavenged and like put together and he had like he used even like really long thin strips of like Ivy that he found to like secure it Mm -hmm. and to like use it. And then he would get like mud and fill it in, like get moss and then like fill it in and then use rocks for like the fireplace. And he built a little chimney and he would like go in there and like that's where he would sleep. And then he'd come out and (laughs) that's so cool. And it's all like super cold and like snowy everywhere. And they're getting snow and they're melting it on their little stove to like make tea and coffee. And I'm just like, and I'm sitting in my, warm house with all my clothes on and like blankets and i'm just like watching them and i'm like oh that wood's gonna be too wet for you to to put on fire (laughs) like (laughs) with my opinions i'm like oh you're gonna cook that well why don't you (laughs) in the safety of my own home wearing my blankets yeah so but it's been bringing me a lot of joy because i'm like i'm obsessed that's incredible. It's just a completely
1: different way of life. And I think there's great appeal to the complete opposite of what we're living in, you know?
0: Yeah, because it snowed Friday night, Thursday night going into Friday. And they said we were going to get like two or three inches. And whenever they say that, either we're going to get zero or we're going to get a foot. Mm-hmm. So we wake up and we got like almost a foot of snow. And I'm like, okay. And I'm walking out trying to take the dog out, which, of course, this is his first snow. Oh, so he didn't know what to do. And it went (laughs) above him like he was like going through like and it all stuck to his fur and like little frozen like balls. I had to like defrost him afterwards. So we finally cleared (laughs) out a path to go. But I'm thinking to myself, would I want to sleep out in this for like a week? I don't think so. Right. No. No. And I'm just in my backyard with no like real wind or anything. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. I know the elements
1: stress me out. (laughs) I'd like to watch them from the safety of my own home. I want to watch the rainfall. I want to watch the snowfall. But I don't want to have to do anything in it.
0: I love hiking. I love camping, but I love hiking and camping in select months out of the year. Right, right. We're bordering on glamping here when I'm being honest. I just there right. are certain comforts that I need. And these people are coming out there with like a pocket knife and like a bag of <laughs> rice. And I'm like, you're I'm about to do this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I I'll love that. Something. Else. Yes, please send me some, <laughs> so you can fall down the rabbit hole, change your YouTube algorithm, and all of a sudden you'll start getting all these like bushy survivalists. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm sure it'll get pretty dark, and then I'll start getting some weird like. Yeah,
0: yeah. I have to curtail. I have to like yeah back and forth between that and like planner videos, so I can yeah. keep YouTube guessing and they can yeah not send me weird stuff. So, anyways, all right,
1: well. Should we, before we go really quick, Ooh, should okay. we share our favorite books that we read in 2020 since we didn't get to do that? Oh, 2020. Yes, we can yes. do that. We can do. Um... Not 2020, 2021. Our favorite books that we read last year. Just if you have like a top five or something.
0: Oh, that's hard. I can just tell you my my top my five star reads.
1: Yes, tell me.
0: I'll just do title and author. Okay i'll start at the beginning of the year because i have them on a list of course i do so love it first by kate claiborne oh um the art of us by queen terry wilson queen you know we love her um okay ace of spades which is actually a ya like mystery thriller uh by Farida abike imidi -Imidi I went and looked up her, and I have it here. And I knew I was going to screw up. It was I really, I hate that. I really do. I it really bothers me. I don't like messing up people's the names. You know their pronunciations, and I totally butchered that. I'm sorry. Um, let's see, like lovers do by Tracy say, God, I love that book so much sweet tea by piper hugley it happened one summer by tessa yes. bailey yes you knew that was coming um tools of engagement by tessa bailey yes. you knew that was coming yes let's see here a thorn in the saddle by rebecca weatherspoon i mean this might be a tessa bailey like fan cast cuz window shopping mhm And then Wrapped Up in You, I think was my last five-star read of the year, Wrapped Up in You by Talia Hibbert, which was a Christmas novella that was so cute. Oh, so stinking cute. I loved it. I love those. Yeah. So what about you?
1: So these are my top five books that I read last year, not necessarily that came out last year. Some of these are older. Yeah. Some of mine were too. Yeah. So my favorites were um, With You Forever by Chloe Lee, which I believe I talked about on the podcast. Um, it happened one summer, of course. If She Says Yes by Tasha L. Harrison. I freaking loved that book. I need to read that one. And then my top two were Kennedy Ryan books. She really changed the game for me. I stan. I love her. And they were Queen Move I read that at the beginning of the year and I was obsessed. And th- my favorite book that I read last year hands down was Hookshot also by Kennedy Ryan. Um I reread sections of that book weekly. I love the hero. He is the hottest ever. Um but yeah, those are my faves. And my criteria for picking like a favorite favorite books that I read are basically just the books that I'm still thinking about. You know, a yes. year later, I'm still thinking about them. I'm still reading, if not rereading the whole book, I'm still reading, rereading scenes. Um, and so I know that a book is kind of in my soul if I'm still thinking about it right. consistently a year later. And I'm still thinking about those books consistently a year later.
0: I love it. I love it. I think. Right now, Kennedy Ryan's The Kingmaker. I think it's (sighs) I think it's free on Kindle right now. The Kingmaker is so good, and the
1: only reason I didn't put that on this is because I was like, "Listen, two Kennedy Ryan books on a top five book list is enough." But I (laughs) had three Tessa Bailey's. I know, and Kingmaker is so good. She. Kennedy
0: Ryan can write the hell out of a book. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh my God.
0: So I'm just, I think that one right now is on sale. And I think, you know what? I'm not even gonna say it because I think it's only a daily deal. So I'm not gonna say it because I think by the time- I know which one you're talking about. The
1: Yeah, I saw her post about it on Instagram this morning. It's one ninety nine. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna talk about it. because Yeah, we're not gonna, like... gonna talk about it.
0: Maybe I'll post it to Instagram yeah, real quick before the day ends because I loved it. Yeah. She's a great writer. I loved it. I you bought, know what? Oh, let's stop
1: talking about her. We're not even saying her name. <laughs> we're just like, da, 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 da. it's
0: Rebecca Weatherspoon. And Rebecca I think her Weatherspoon guys her fit trilogy. Did that, did that go off sale already? Cause it was on sale. I'm not sure. I think they were all like 99 cents. About all four. Ugh, she's the best. About all four. Because um, I loved her um Cowboys of California series. Of course, I loved Rafe. And then I loved um her Beards and Bondage series. Like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just I just need to go through her entire catalog. Mm-hmm. I just need to make my way through everything mm-hmm. and just be ready. Me too, because I really want to read her
1: sugar baby series. Yeah. Which might have been her first series i want to read that that's something i want to do in 2022 for sure
0: yeah so uh there's yeah i just need like you're talking about like supporting like backlist i I need to go through her backlist because there's nothing in that that i've read of hers that has you know Mm -hmm. i haven't been disappointed once like i love i love her storytelling Mm -hmm. i love it all so me too all right well, I think that's it. I think we
1: yeah, we t- think we had a <laughs> very intense, very long podcast to share with folks. Yeah, but it was good. We did good. the damn co- thing.
0: Yeah, we covered a lot. We had to talk about a lot. There was a lot to cover. So I know. If y'all are still here at the end, here's the secret. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, next see. time we talk, it'll probably
1: be um we both will probably have read electric idol. I'd imagine we're both going to read that one pretty quickly and it comes out next week. Yeah. And, um, we'll have a lot to discuss because then, you know, we'll be off to the races hook line Mm -hmm. and sinkers coming out in a
0: couple months. Tessa Bailey's new book. We have American royalty by Tracy Lose, which looks amazing. That is my number one
1: top Read that I'm excited for. I like, yeah, when that cover came out, I lost my ever loving mind. Yeah,
0: same. So, it, um, yeah, that's all I can think about. It comes out this summer, right? I think so. Yeah. And so, we because I already pre ordered it, I think, I yeah, it comes up. out June 28th because we were worried that 2022 wasn't going to bring us good things. It is in the book mm-hmm. world, It is.
1: it is. And I just have to say a random thing that I'm going to share. So American royalty is about a rapper, an American rapper who falls in love with a prince. I think, I think he's a prince. He's some kind of Royal. Yeah. He's a prince. And I love this concept because similarly, but not the same. I love the rapper Eve. She's my fave. I follow her on Instagram. She's the best. And Eve married a British guy, like a very like successful, wealthy British businessman. And I am obsessed with their relationship. I follow her on Instagram and I am obsessed. He has older kids from a previous marriage. And just the idea of this like Eve, Rough Riders Eve falling (laughs) in love with just a British dude, yes, with the pop tattoos on her chest. I'm all like, doing it right here. Nobody can yes. see. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like I am. Obs- like I have been obsessed with her relationship with this guy forever because I just think it's so cool that she's you know, Rough Riders Eve is also this stepmom to these British kids. I just love it so much. And so the concept for American royalty really reminds me of their relationship because she'll go from, you know, doing her Hollywood thing to just being in the English countryside with her British husband. And she's pregnant now. She's having a baby. And it just makes me so happy.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, I love it, and I just looked. You're right. It's January. It's January. It's June 28th, and yeah, everybody should no. pre-order it. Everyone should pre-order it. And her name is Duchess. <laughs> yes, Duchess. So that's but yeah, me. yeah. We've got to have good things coming. That's right, and we do. As we've
1: explored in this podcast, we have good books coming. Lots to be excited about. Now you got me on her Instagram. I mean, do you see what I'm saying? Rough Riders Eve is a proper English lady. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like us now. Her pit, like she's got pictures on there of her family photos with his kids. It's just the best. Can you imagine if a rapper, a superstar rapper, was your stepmom? Like that's crazy. I, I, yeah, I Eve can be my stepmom. Please follow Eve on Instagram. I I just love her account so oh, much because how Eve was introduced to us on like a four wheeler or whatever rough riders with DMX next to her to go from that to this is just, it just brings me so much joy. Isn't it crazy? And they are so in love. He's obsessed with her. He loves her so much. His Instagram is all pictures of her, their family, their kids. It's so cute. Okay.
0: I'm in. All right, followed, done. All right, I'm about yes. to go eat some noodles.
1: I'm about to go eat as well, but this yeah. was a delight. Thank it was. you,
0: and y'all. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for a fabulous 2021. We hope to bring you some fun stuff in 2022 at some point. I'm gonna get over my aversion or fear, some aversion, fear of making TikTok videos and start putting stuff on our TikTok. It's coming. So be on the lookout for that because that <laughs> will is sure to be amazing. Duh. Um, Hell yeah. But you know, I um you know, we have the blog, so you guys we we post there, not regularly, but you know, we post reviews there and mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff, monthly recaps. We post all the podcast stuff there, all the episodes. So you can find us there at yallthisbook.co or y'allthisbook.com. And then you can check us out on Instagram at y'all period this period book. So come, come join the party. Yeah. And uh we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.